Hi, I'm Chris Roberts, and this is Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. And welcome to yet another episode of Late Night Vacuum. I am one of the two hosts here, Grockies, and next to me, I can never remember what direction it is, is Dublar Thackeray. Hello. How's it going, sir? Um, uh, it's not too bad, sir. Hello, everybody. You are all my special little dream pillows. Let me nestle in you. Um, I'm good, but my dear God, I'm fucked. It's it's one of those one of those days. I think we're both very chill, aren't we? We're both out of it, um, and there's only one thing that we can do when we're both out of it, and 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 that's harmonize. In three, two, one. I th I think we both. No, we, we went down if we went, oh, it'd be THX. That's pretty much exactly what that sounded like. Yeah, I just realized I'm like, we did a reverse THX oh. there. Yeah. So, sir, let's, the, the, this has been uh, the week after Gamescom, so obviously we're going to focus in on that. But before we do, let's find out what we've been up to. What have you been playing, sir? Um... Star Citizen, primarily. I think that's it this week. Was it all Star Citizen? Did I play? No, I got into H1Z1 as well for a little bit of practice. Oh, nice. Um, for me, it's been um, Star Citizen, and it's also been uh, No Man's Sky. Mm. And because just as a kind of a, as a recap before we get into the meat, um, we talked about No Man's Sky last um, uh, uh, episode, and uh, for me, the jury was kind of out on it, and I hadn't really, think, played it at that time. It was, um, I was kind of uncertain as to what the game was in terms of what it, what it was as a, it, its own contained experience and what was uh, promised to us yep. or... Uh, sold to us for one way of describing it and I've now come up with my opinions please please do in short I tried to get a refund uh, it was rejected because I'd put in enough hours yep. that I you know but um, from playing it and getting completely immersed in it to um, walking away um, and having a break um, allowed me to kind of see it and take it in for for what it was. Yeah. Now, um, if you're enjoying the game, fair fucks. Um, uh, it's if you, we all have a limited time on this world, um, so get the most that you can out of it. And if this game works for you, then it works for you. What it doesn't do is um, deliver ongoing enjoyment because of its poor mechanics and terrible design. 
Um, and it's also pretty much a crock of shit when it comes to the promises made. Now, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The mechanics aren't that poor and the design isn't. They're just not done. It's a $20 game packaged as a $60 game. So I would I would look at I think you mentioned this even about the like uh, uh, alien variation. How there's none. Yeah. Um, We're looking at. So you've got really what's the now. There are people in chat right now who may have played the game and there may be some information out there Uh, for the sake of anybody in chat um, who hasn't seen the ending of the game. Don't spoil it. And <laughs> I won't spoil it either. Oh, you've, you, you've seen it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, this is a game who's... Actually, per- do we want to just say spoiler alert like three times and tell everyone to take off their headphones and then we'll, you know, find um, a way to give them we're coming back, like limited to two minutes of spoil or something? We could do that. Um, chat... We're going to thank Vindavar. That's that's very true. Um, so we're going to spoil it. Okay. So we'll say it three times. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. Come back in two minutes. There's fuck all in this game. Um, once you get to the center of the galaxy, kabang, you're in a new galaxy. And it's you're- the start of the same game over again, except you keep your ship and equipment. Yeah, and you have to fix um, it. Yeah, and on top of that, even little things like the Atlas Stones that you go and you collect. Um, Baron um, did the Atlas Path. Bad News Baron, uh, part of Bad News Gaming, um, did the the Atlas Path, and he sold the stones. So he had the option of just walk away or create a new star. He walked away, so he didn't get to see the majesty of creating a star. Ah, uh. which. I know what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say? Yeah. The spoiler for that, and I'm watching the clock. We got about a minute left. Um, the spoiler for that, real fast for everyone. Guess what? You click the button, text comes up. You don't even see the star being born. Just a random one appears somewhere in the game, supposedly, that is named whatever the hell you named it. Which you don't actually get the ability to name it. Yeah. It, it like it, Here's the info of what your star is. It exists somewhere. Oh, I, maybe. I've, I've, seen, I've seen a video where it doesn't even show you that. Oh, um, yeah, it's literally, okay, a star is born, and then you walk out, and that's it. Yeah, and you have to save 10 Atlas Stones for that. And they don't tell you that ahead of time, and there's no way to get it, and no way to go back and yeah. do it. It's just shit. Their end game is so, shit. It's a, ten, it's so, a $20 game, tops. Yeah, end spoiler, end spoiler, end spoiler. So, um, take, unpacking all of this, we have um, a game which uh, has very limited crafting you create objects in order to get say warp fuel and various things but there's not a large diversity of crafting options the things that you interact with that are supposedly varied all boil down to the same handful of core composite pieces so there is really no inventiveness the entire idea of um creating a new elemental table which was one of the things is ultimate bullshit because it's basically just lego holes yep um the go on oh i was gonna say and on top of that the variation that they promised with plants and creatures and things i've been to seven planets now that's it seven 
in those seven, I've jumped a good distance. I took a black hole on one of them. And the really messed up thing was after the black hole, I ran into essentially the exact same planet that was my starter planet. The animals were all the same. Every single one of them looked the same because I was like, wait a second. Those look exactly the same. What the hell's going on here? So I went back and looked yeah. at some of the pictures I took initially and I'm like, there was the color was the same. There was no variation on them. The plant colors were all of the same. The plants don't vary. The same cacti. I'm like, I just found the exact same planet. The same temperatures. Yeah. Everything. I'm like, the, I. Uh, there's supposed to be something here. You know, yeah. give, give me a cool flying bird. Even it's like, nope, exact same planet. And I'm like, so, yeah, with uh with a nothing journey with no uh, real value um, apart from the experience of playing the game uh, with uh, uh, overly similar worlds where, uh, oh, it's cold, oh, it's hot, oh, it's radiation. It's basically just a color bar. Yep. Um, with And the uh, rain's slightly different color. Yeah. And with three different tranches of advancement, one is your multi-tool, one is your ship, um, and, and one is your exosuit, which has no other purpose than to allow for the continued consumption of the same materials. Um, it is a horrible, vapid game experience, at least for me. Yep. Now, when I was playing it, I was in oh, happy space because I was passing time waiting to die like in real life because it's just one of those things it's, it's a in a somewhat thing. pretty setting yeah but yeah. eventually um, it wears especially space that colored cloud crap in every space area it's like come on so now that's talking about it as its current game experience now thinking about now that that's just it's standing alone it's not taking on board anything from what Hello Games um, and people in Hello Games said about what was promised or what they said would be in it. Um, as has been pointed out by much better reviewers and, and critics than myself, a lot of what they said was somewhat, somewhat nebulous at times, which can be interpreted. But um, uh, there has been enough direct um, statements about what would be in the game um, to make Peter fucking Molyneux blush. Yeah. Um, so now this is just, you know, take away what the game we've got and look at just what they've said. The quality of, um, their character seems rather wanting. Uh, it's okay if a game doesn't have things in it. Let's put it this way. Uh, something fails in QA, you unplug that. But to unplug that, it creates a cascade effect and it takes stuff out. The amount of conversation and amount of it will have this, it will have this, it will have this, up to the very end shows that any they would know what was in it. It it had a it had a cutoff date. Yeah, if you um, set the expectations beforehand, saying, "All right, we had issues with this, with this, with this, and we're going to expand on it afterwards." We are going to keep pushing updates to give you these things. This is what we are working towards. But we had to, if you, if Hello Games communicated, which is the big thing that concerned me from the beginning, they showed the same demo mm. 
only one demo and that's all they would do. They would almost never talk to press. And when they did, it was these semi-contradictory statements or weird twisting, like there, there was nothing mm. direct. It was dodgy. Everything was dodging at all times. It was sort of like a half laugh and then a, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, just a quick kind of comment in uh, from Broken Matt 2 in chat saying, in a way, I think the outpouring of hate comes from the fact it turned out to be a prime example of an abusive marketing technique that is prevalent in the games industry. Uh, everyone was literally like, surely this time it's for real. That's a really interesting thing because it comes down to the nature of what hype is. And, and again, mm -hmm. like when we talk about Star Citizen and various things, there's always the jokes about the hype train is incoming and various kind of things. Choo-choo, motherfucker. Um, uh, but one thing that we do have that uh, Say Hello Games doesn't have is, uh, well, visibility the chance to actually experience the game and see it happening. And also um, uh, a developer who kind of goes, yeah, we, we can't do that. Like uh, right now we've got some UI things in 2.5, which has just gone live, which they say, yeah, sorry, we couldn't get that. We'll fix that in 2.6. Um, yep. uh, th that's, that's, a, that's a communication. Um, and, and to talk about No Man's Sky, to talk about hype, is also to talk about Sony. Um, so uh, yeah. No Man's yeah, No Man's Sky is like a ten or fourteen man operation. They're small. They had flooding, um, which took out um, some of their uh, computers. And at that point, Sony stepped in and uh, to publish it. Now Sony, uh, I've checked. They have more than ten people. <laughs> um, they have yeah. They have Are you people sure? who uh, give or take. Uh, um, Do you count their androids as people, though? Androids are people, man. We've had this conversation. Okay, because, you know, the way they act sometimes, I'm pretty sure most of their employees are robots. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Takaroshi, we'll, well, I'll touch upon that as well uh, after I say this bit. Um, so we've got um, Sony, who stand to make a pretty penny out of this, who not one of their people went... You can't fucking say that. Not one of their people uh, had a PR role to mitigate and speak for the developers. Um, which, yeah. to be honest, seems a bit odd. Let's assume, you know, various reasons. One of the underlying reasons is that if you deflate the hype train, you can also impact sales. Um, so there's... You know, now obviously that's speaking as an outsider. I don't uh, know enough of Sony. I don't work for Sony, but it does kind of seem a bit odd. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, 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 Takaroshi said, "No Man's Sky seems to be a good example of a publisher setting arbitrary dates and causing issues with quality being sacrificed to keep that date." No, potentially, potentially right. You don't think so? No, I don't think so because the way that they were talking about the game beforehand continued all the way throughout. And mm. now they didn't really have a specific date initially, but he never changed the way uh, he being, Oh God, what's his name? Please help the uh, Sean Murray. Thank you. Um, he never changed the way he talked about the game from inception all the way through. So 
if it were a publisher situation, you would have seen a shift in the way the developer talked about it to some degree. There wasn't. It, it remained steady, the exact same sort of uh, something doesn't fit here situation. Mm -hmm. And I know that I, I had been a sole voice before. I actually had a few people because we love Space Sims and we're in a stream community of Space Sims where a bunch of people are like, hey, really hyped for No Man's Sky a while back. And I went, no, they got to show me something more. Oh, what are you mm -hmm. crazy? This looks great. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm seeing the signs of this not being great. And here's why. And it's been my job to look for signs like that in software before. So that's, it's sort of why with Star Citizen, people are like, well, don't you think that? No, I'm not seeing those signs. And I've professionally yeah. been, it's been my career to look for signs of problems on a big scale as well as just as software QA. So mm. I saw the signs with them. I don't see it with Star Citizen, not comparable. No Man's Sky fucked up. Now, what's... Um, absolutely. Uh, and just to kind of maybe put a capstone on this, um, uh, because I, I want to talk about the nature of hype and rage and anger. Um, I, people, Sean Murray as well, and various other people, have got death threats for mm -hmm. a two-month delay for No Man's Sky. Two-month delay is absolutely nothing. You'd, I'd be more, if, if somebody was pregnant and there was a two-month delay, shit, I'd be worried. Um, yeah, that would be a problem. A, a two-month delay for a game? Nothing. Um, so the, the way I kind of view that is, uh, and uh, uh, some people may know of Jim Sterling, um, he of, everybody says he's controversial, but I actually just view it as a person who's, who's far more straight talking about the game industry. Um, uh, he 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 had looked at the the uh, the anger culture where if we're not happy we must rage against everything. Um, I, I I think you know in certain cases yes it's absolutely right. I think the No Man's Sky community has been particularly vociferous about various things. Mm -hmm. um, personally speaking, I have no rage against them. I have no anger. Um, my entire vibe is. Think about that time when either a parental figure or a person who you really looked up to you look, looked at you with disappointment in yeah. their eyes and how that made you feel. I am disappointed in Sean Murray. I am disappointed in Hello Games. Yes. And that disappointment will uh, last. It will continue for the work they do. And... Um, and it's synonymous with uh, a breakdown in communication, a lack of ability to be honest, a lack of ability to even s not even apologize per se, but to say that there were issues. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, to, I think the technical term is to be a, a lying fakey bake. Uh, I am just so disappointed in them. Yes. And uh, but it does not excuse in yeah. any way the actions of some people going so far beyond with things like it boggles yeah. my mind that people do death threats over it it's like no i i get it um, i i get the psychology behind it by i get it which is it's passion and passion can go really good or it can go really bad yeah. it's a very strong and you know visceral reaction to something temperate 
disappointment's good because yeah. then you can take it to the future where if Sean Murray tries to come back and make another game, you go, hey, guess what? I'm not buying it. And that yeah. will hurt them worse than anything else. Don't buy their product. That Absolutely. That's the biggest thing a consumer can do. Just don't buy their stuff anymore. Uh, Roche, and, and I, th I think, well, this will be the last question on it and then we can move on, is says, do you think this is all on Hello Games then? I think a lot of it is on Hello Games. I think a part of it is on Sony. Um, I think yeah. Sony overhyped it and didn't do a good enough job working closely, like getting a good PR person in there with the developer, and they kind of let Sean Murray just go off the rails, and they put their money behind that to boost him off the rails. But I think a lot of it's on Hello Games, because like I said, from the beginning, this is how they talk. They talk the same all the way through. So nothing changed in there. They, mm -hmm. ju they just got the backing of a bigger publisher to show it off to on a bigger stage. But it didn't change yeah. how he presented it. It's very hard to deliver on a lie. Yeah. Anywho. On to better and brighter things. Yeah, it's, it was, it's like uh, the flip side of a coin. You yeah. know, we got a space sim here it's, where it's like the, you know, the side of the coin that's been sitting and it's all sort of grody and stuff. And then you flip it over. It's like, ooh, this is shiny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so our shiny thing was uh, the Gamescom week, um, which was pretty exceptional. Um, Grackies, uh we were both uh, involved. Do you want to um, kick it off and tell us what it was like? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it, the involvement was on the community side. I, I volunteered to help out Star Citizen moderating their chat channel during the streams as well as the big presentation stream. It's not a secret because my name had a sword next to it in Twitch chat, so anyone who was in there knows that I was moderating for the channel and helping out, so yeah. I didn't... I didn't get the same experience a lot of people watching did necessarily because <laughs> my job was more to watch the chat and, you know, do what moderators do. You, you, you have to have someone there that reins things in, doesn't let things get out of control in any chats. It happens across Twitch. Moderators do their there's, jobs. Yeah, there's a lot of people who like um, you and I, we both moderate for other people. Mm -hmm. um, I moderate for you as well. Um, and uh, one of the things that people don't realize about moderation is you're quite often, um, especially in the hectic moments, not watching the stream. Yep. You're just focused on what people are saying. You're there to help answer questions, provide support, feedback, uh, support the streamer, support the, 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 the chat community, and also police um, the community where necessary, which means that uh, you've got to make fairly rapid calls and make sure if you press a button, you hit it on the right person. Yep. It's very uh, like showtime, you know, focus. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you got to watch Gamescom after Vods. everybody else. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I would catch bits and pieces, essentially. I, I would listen just in case there were cues coming in through voice, but I was mostly watching out of the corner of my eye. I'd catch things occasionally, yeah. and then it was just chat, 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 chat. So what I would do is every day after, I would be there for the whole time, and then I'd spend the rest of the day watching all of the VODs mm. to actually watch it. So I'd experience it on this delay after all the streams and then after the presentation to watch it. And it was, 
it was exhausting in a way because chat going by that fast and trying to keep up and then, you know, keeping in, in contact with all the other moderators, make sure we're doing the right thing and that we're logging everything for sake. I, I, the last part I wanted to say besides the exhausting though, was just how fulfilling that's the word I was searching for, how oh, fulfilling God, yeah. it felt to be able to do that because it was, even though I wasn't at Gamescom, I still felt like I was there in some way. It, it was the chance also to give something back. Yes. Um, what we, um, we, we may have the manliest of beards, but we are both still children of this community. Um, and to be able to say uh, thank you by doing this for them and for the community as a whole who were watching is just fantastic. Um, I had a slightly different, I had a similar but slightly different experience because um, I was at Gamescom. I know. And, this is the uh, perspective you all want, folks. Yeah. So um, I can tell you um, the, the main thing for me was that uh, when I was actually on the Gamescom floor, I, I see I caught two Caterpies, a whole lot of Weedles, Colonia's Weedle Central, um, there was a Pidgeotto of 1,200 points um, in Hole 9 of Gamescom, which uh, I could not catch for love nor money. Um, um, and when I was walking around the Gamescom floor, I managed to hatch several five-kilometer eggs. Nice. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was my experience. Um, Did you get a Mr. Mine? Yeah, no, I was so wanting to get a Mr. Mime. You're supposed to get Mr. Mimes over in the UK as well. But I haven't found one for love nor money. Baron got one. So, yeah, so nothing. Yeah, he did. Nothing else to talk about, really. That was my game's. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there was Star Citizen. <laughs> um, so, so um, what happened for me was. Um, oh, I'll just switch my light off. Um, uh, Gamescom. Um, I think started on the Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I arrived um, in Cologne on Friday morning. I uh, then uh, got into the hotel. And actually, before I got on the plane, I got the notification that I was to uh, be a moderator for the main channel. Um, where I went, oh God, timing. Um, nah. So I landed. Yeah, I landed. Got into the hotel. Spent two hours moderating the chat. Uh, this is how dedicated I, this man is to the community. <laughs> <laughs> then I uh, went into the Gamescom floor, uh, went up to um, the CIG uh, Idris booth, um, uh, hung out with uh, the Fab Four streamers because um, they had uh, Twerk17, Captain Richard, DJ Knight, and Bad News Baron. Um, got to. You were wrong on one of those names. Uh, it was Band News Baron, remember? Band oh, News Baron. Oh, you bad man. <laughs> Don't make me second guess myself. Um, so I got to hang out there. Um, uh, first time meeting Baron and uh, the, the team, um, uh, which was lovely. I then uh, walked around the floor, experienced a few things, went back to the hotel, um, and I moderated for about another hour and a half, um, or hour and a half, two hours again. Uh, then I went and joined the queue um, outside the Gloria Theatre and uh, got in. Um, I was standing in a fantastic spot right next to the main camera that was mm -hmm. filming. 
and uh, jaws jaws were dropped. I mean, what uh, I've I've seen the video now so many times, but um, I think it's the closest representation of an event. Because sometimes, like like with the say the Citizen Con where it was at the Concord or like the yeah. previous Gamescom or those kind of previous events, it was very much um, uh, how do you say the content. Not, but not necessarily with the spirit of the room. Does that make sense? So, in other words, like uh, if you watch the the video of a football match versus being in the stands. Oh, okay. That... I I, I kind of get what you mean. Yeah. So for 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 me, it was a case of um, it felt so much closer, so much it, like it was like um, the space was more intimate, more personal. Um, it was crowded, but more intimate, you, more personal. You kind of get the energy across. of the rest of the people around you. It, it builds yeah. into a sort of collective yes. group event situation. Yes, absolutely. Which is, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing it. My, my brain's so, still. no worries. So is mine. It's that kind of week. Um, so it was. So what you saw in the video was pretty much the spirit of what it felt like in there. Although I will give you an example. There was, um, you know, we're all. A lot of us are kind of well-established backers. Um, there was a guy called Oliver uh, who was there, and he was a lovely, lovely, lovely man. And uh, he he backed up the Kickstarter. Doesn't know his handle. It's been a while. Mm. He's kind of tuned in every once in a while, but he hasn't really paid any attention. Uh, he lives in the town just down the road, so he thought he'd make a come in and kind of see what was happening. That's cool. And... And he was, uh, like, his jaw was like, ah, kind of, huh? And he had his hand over his mouth, going, oh. And there were, like, his eyes were wet from, like, the emotional reaction. And um, it was just so nice to see, you know, because you, you and I and, uh, you know, everybody in chat and hello, all your people, you're typically kind of very close and following all of this. Yeah. And um, there's nothing quite as nice as seeing something you love through eyes of wonder of someone else. And it was just, that was my uh, CIG Gamescom event. So it was um, so. a live version of that community-created reaction video? Pretty much, the, yes. For we'll, those that we'll don't link that know, in the chat. yeah, we'll link it, but... Uh, it, it it's Jurassic Park reactions with the 3.0 yeah. stuff, and it, it it's it's so accurate to what everyone felt that it just kind of made the rounds so well through the community. And yeah, we'll link that so you can check it out. I've shown it on my stream already, and people caught it. A few of the devs hadn't seen it yet, and they popped into my chat. And they uh, when mm. I played it, they were like, "I haven't seen that. That's great." <laughs> um. What was kind of fun, actually, was when we were in the queue outside, Baron came out and he, he walked out like a stunned robot and he just came over and, and hugged me, lent in. Instead of saying, um, uh, the Lannister send their regards, um, he said, uh, I've seen it. And he was stunned into silence. Um, oh. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah, so that was, I mean, and then we hung out, um, uh, I was one of the last 
uh, uh, people to that wasn't one of the last people because Chris and the rest nobody they kind of really stayed on but they but by the end it was like I was one of the, the the later people shall we say to to leave the event and then I and and then I uh, next morning traveled to Dusseldorf and flew home slept and then I did another day's moderation so yay holiday <laughs> um, but so well worth it and i have if, to ask though next, i mean go, go for on. a holiday it was short you were doing moderation everything was fuck me it was packed brilliant. and busy but did it feel to you like you really got out of there having a holiday did it give you that kind of holiday energy uh well i hate holidays oh. uh, because they dr they drain you and you need to t take time off to recover um but uh what it was like that one day was so packed, it felt like it was several days. Um, but at the same time, um, it's like to get over there to get the hotel and everything was very short notice and very you know and th and those have Im cost implications. It was worth it, so so worth it. Um, uh, that feeling of I am just, it just, mm, it was, yes. Um, if you have a chance to go to any of the CIG events, um, go. Uh, CIG staff, wonderful people. They know their shit and uh, they're as fans as much as we are. Oh, what are you doing there, Grekis? You said if you have a chance to go to any CIG event and uh, they did mention another event coming up soon. <laughs> Oh, which one's that? That would be Citizen Khan. Oh, lovely. Um, I'm not going. Uh, are you? I, I'm not sure if they could tell by the tone in my voice, but yes, 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 <laughs> I am. Yeah, 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 but, I'm totally going. Yeah, I went full Brock there. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, so that's in six weeks' time. <laughs> um, so, 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 so jelly. Uh, this is, you're going to have so much fun, sir. It's TwitchCon um, a week before City. So it's flying to California on a Thursday, the Thursday before TwitchCon. Then it's TwitchCon for Friday, Saturday, mm. and Sunday. Then it's still staying there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, I think, is like the we're switching from San Diego to L.A. Because I think Thursday is when the Bar Citizen happens. And then there's other stuff that's going to be going on around it. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to be busy like Thursday and Friday and Saturday and then Sunday is the, the convention and then Monday is recovery day and I fly back Tuesday. So I'm going to be there for almost two weeks. <laughs> yes, that's going to be pretty fucking full on, man. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to I'm going to see if I can figure out streaming a little bit from while I'm there. Actually, I'm hoping to stream from TwitchCon. There's a certain game we'll I hope I get to done. stream. <laughs> um so uh poor underscore in chat has saying he's never been to citizen con oh it has to be done underscore you have to go underscore um, just just tuck yourself up really tight and go in tyler's luggage i'm sure he's going to this one um so uh talking about uh 3.0 uh, and what was actually shown at Gamescom. They uh, did a teaser of 2.5, which was in PTU. Now it's live to everybody. So that's awesome source. 
they did the briefest um, sneak peek of 2.6, which was really just character assets and gun reloading. Yeah, it just showed the face real quick and and then cut. Yeah. And then they went to 2.0. Oh, no, 3.0. Real quick before 3.0, that character model yeah. they were showing for the reloading for Star Marine, mm -hmm. it seemed a little different to me. It didn't look... It was. Was that a male character model? That was a female character model. Okay, that's what I thought. I couldn't tell mm -hmm. because my eyes are crap and it was, it was I, too brief. And I'm I like, have, is that I, a female I have, character model? I have... I have diagrams that I refer to, which allows me to distinguish between the male form and the female form. I can assure you that was a female. I didn't look at the chest area. Uh, no. Okay, something to edit the fuck out. I was going to say, neither, neither did I. <laughs> I looked at the fucking face. You weirdo. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, uh, and then we went into uh, 3.0. And... I don't know if we need to necessarily go through it because it's now the most watched video of Star Citizen ever. Uh, but if you want to kind of do a summary recap or you think we, I mean, what's your take on it? Summary recap. Oh, this is cool. Oh, video. Oh, oh, they're, they're, they're flying to, oh, yep, yep. That's a planet. Yep. That's definitely, oh my God, they're landing. Oh, cool. Nice little effect for the landing. Oh, look, they just picked a random spot and ah, 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 he can't get back in the ship. We could keep going like this, but it was mostly holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. It was just amazing. Um, so I did actually, I wrote an article about this and, uh, and I think the thing to uh, really drive home was just, it was all seamless. This is where you transitioned from one environment, from one locale to another. You covered over a million kilometers in distance. Uh, you moved from physics grid to physics grid to physics grid. Um, there were multiple characters doing separate things, yet still able to visually represent and interact with each other. Um, all happening in real time with a net, not a loading screen in sight yep. um it was it was like um the equivalent of you going to the shops and walking through those environments and coming back there is no pause while things render um we had uh you know v1 of the procedural planets which uh for right now they had v2 uh but it wasn't as uh, tidy as they wanted it, and so they're going to be showing that at CitizenCon, uh, and that will uh, be more uh, lush and green. It was, it was just amazing. And then the fuckers, the dirty, dirty fuckers, put out a dragonfly. Yeah, it looks so good. I want it. I want. I want it. I. I, I mean, I. Thanks to Dublar here, being a magnificent bastard. Uh, I. I can fly one. When I have them to fly, I can't wait to fly them because space bike, it's it's mm, a speeder. Mm, mm. And once they add planets with force, which will happen eventually, uh, from what I heard, they have tools so they can the artists can start doing stuff like that. Yeah. Will we get them in 3.0? We don't know. Yes, no, maybe, who knows. But once we have those, we'll see. Speeder, break, speeder bike races through forests. I will, I will speeder race you, but on one condition that uh, CIG include furry little Ewok characters and I can carve one of their faces off and wear it on my character's face. Uh, I think that's coming in 5.0. 
most excellent. I look forward to that. Um, so there was a, 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 a couple of um, questions going on about, because one of the th things that this um, uh, 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 demo walkthrough had, it was 50 minutes long. It also had a quest giver. Mm -hmm. um, and it also had uh, a person um, giving f um, landing access. And it was like kind of video of them chatting and doing things. Now, one of the things that was said was, uh, after the fact was that that was um, a video file that was that was triggered so what they actually uh, want to do and will do going forwards they just didn't have the uh, the window to enable that uh, as fully as they wanted they'll have it as uh, the equivalent of picture in picture so it actually be real-time render which will also give them an enormous amount more flexibility. That's that's insane because CryEngine doesn't do picture in picture, which is which something is pretty holy fuck. Yeah, if they can crack picture in picture inside, it's not CryEngine anymore at that at this point. It's, I, I, well, I mean the Star Engine. Yeah, boop, boop. it it's it's yeah, it's Star Engine. There's no yeah. no other way around it. Yeah. Um, so uh, Stasico says, and I can't verify this, but it sounds cool. Uh, what they are working on is portal rendering, rendering a 3D area inside a 3D area projection. So the, the thing that your friend saw in the demo was just the stream production, and now I've got a House of Dying Sun update blocking the message. Uh, <laughs> was, <laughs> the thing your friend saw in the demo was just the stream production to show people it's a multiplayer game. Oh, yeah, 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 no, that's the, uh, yeah, that was the kind of when they were doing the stream and they kind of showed the other person's perspective. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, I, I love that moment, I mean, though, where you're just like, and a House of the Dying Sun pop-up is blocking my chat. Sort of like it's popping in to go, hey, guys, I'm relevant, too. Uh, there's a fantastic old um, uh, blues song, which was uh, about from the 40s, I think, or the 50s. And uh, it's a guy singing in the barn, and he's busy, you know, guitar, da, 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 and all you hear is one of the lyrics, and it's there forever. It's, What's this chicken doing here? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, um, kudos to uh, to them for doing that. They uh, have it out of the park. Uh, uh, 3.0 is coming out before Christmas. Um, and uh, as to, you know, hopefully they'll get everything in, but uh, I'm very optimistic. And somewhere between now and then, we'll get, we're going to get uh, 2.6, which will be Star Marine. Yep. Um, 2.6 should be coming yeah. up soon TM with soon-ish TM for 3.0. So, mm -hmm. I can't. Fuck it. I'm just too knackered. I was just going to do stuff, and then my brain shut down. So, Duplar, where can we find you? You can find me on the end of a bottle of beer. Which end of the bottle of beer and which end of you is on the bottle? I like the way you think. Um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Dubrathakery. That's D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. And also on Twitter with that, and I have to say, I'm actually coming back to streaming. So... Uh, it's going to be a bit slow to begin with while I sort out some time so it's probably going to be like a, a couple of Sunday streams here and there but I am coming back yes you've heard it here first and Grackies where can we find you you magnificent bastard 
Ooh, I'm magnificent. You can find me at twitch.tv slash grockies, G-R-A-K-E-E-S, as well as Twitter and YouTube and so on and so forth. And with that, we'll say goodbye to you. Um, if everybody who's listening to this goes and shows the 3.0 video to people, uh, what will happen is you'll make a new friend. So definitely go off and do that. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot.